What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? So good. So good. So good. Someone's a little wild today. Sweet Caroline. It's uh, a bo- it's uh, a Boston uh, shout-out. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Wait. Good times never feel so good. So good. You do it now. So good. So, so good. good. <laughs> Isn't this song I'm about the Carolinas? I, that's a fantastic question. I don't know what it's about. It's called Sweet Caroline, Neil Diamond. Oh. And they played at Red Sox games. I've never watched that. But, oh, Boston, Red Sox. Married at first sight, Boston. I get the Boston No, part. you don't get the reference? No. Should we start this episode over, geez? <laughs> I don't know what's worst. Baseball or American football? Like, ugh, mm, I cannot pick. One baseball, is, terrible. I love Super Bowl because of the commercials, and that's the only time and I And the halftime show. Yes, the halftime show. And that's the only time that, no, I'm lying. It's one of the two events of the year that we make homemade Pigs in a blanket. <laughs> That's true. Along with nachos, homemade mm-hmm. nachos. Have you seen the lineup for this year's halftime show? Um, I'm not sure. Oh my god. It's Is it Eminem? Oh yeah, it's rap mm-hmm. gods. Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. Ooh. Woo! So good. So good. It sounds good. Yeah. The only one I don't really care for is Kendrick, but Oh, Kendrick's so good. Is he? Oh, I'll, play, really I'll play some Kendrick. I guess I do know some Loyalty, songs. loyalty, loyalty. Yeah, okay. Come no. <laughs> I'll play some Kendrick. He's fantastic. Guys, we are. I used to are, love Eminem. We are digressing. Oh. I know. I forget. We're doing so many pods now. I forget what podcast it was where you listed all the posters yeah. in your room as a young Czech girl. Oh, yeah. And, and you had Eminem. You had Eminem, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Anyways, we're not here to talk about music, although I wish we could. We're here to talk maybe about... Maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll have a music podcast. At the rate we're going, <laughs> we're going to cover everything. So <laughs> That's what I'm afraid Just of. You. If, if P. Diddy's making a band was still a show, we would be covering it. Because that was one of my favorite reality television shows. You're giving me a look like you you know P. Diddy. I do know Puff P. Diddy. Daddy, of course not. Sean Combs. Yeah. So many AKAs. Yeah, he had a show called Making the Band. And fun fact, this is my first fun fact, I think. So the bass player who kind of won the show, the idea was he was casting a band. It was a reality Mm -hmm. show where he cast a band (laughs) to back him on tour. And Jamario was the bass player that won. Okay. They chose a keyboard player, guitar player. Mm -hmm. Jamario was the bass player. Okay. That band obviously went nowhere. But Jamario is now Bruno Mars's bass player. Oh, wow. So we've seen Jamario live. Nice. Shout out to Jamario. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Anyways, we're here to talk about Married at First Sight. Okay. And we will in a second. But before we do, a couple of housekeeping items. If you want to follow us on social media, please do. You can follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Dropping memes. They're coming fast and fierce. 
Yeah, guys, John is really on the top of his game. Kind of a hot meme, the last yeah. meme. I, and not to brag, but uh, almost <laughs> almost every cast member of 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days, almost every cast member reshared that last meme. But we did not tag them. They somehow no, found it. No, I mean, come on. They're all full of themselves. They're all checking the hashtags. They're all I seeing guess. what's up. And yeah, we had Gino share it. Jasmine shared it. Kim shared it. Usman shared it. It was a hot meme. <laughs> David commented on it. I mean, it's a hot meme. So that's happening at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. I know it has nothing to do with Married at First Sight, but has don't let it to do get with, to your hat. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, all right. All Keep right. yourself grounded over that's, there. It's a good, it's a good lesson. Yes. So that's Instagram at Married Reality Pod. We're also on Facebook. Just search Married Reality Pod. All the good things happening over there, too. So follow us there on social media. Also, make sure you're following us wherever you listen to us. Whatever podcasting platform, Apple, Spotify, it doesn't matter. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this episode's drop. We're finally, finally seeing some action. They're done with the weddings. Yes. And I'm here for it. Yeah, it was a two-hour episode. I was going to say they... All are, except for that first one that I think was nine and a half hours. (laughs) I think it rolled over into two days. It was a two and a half hour episode. I would say the first 45 was a little slow. A little bit. I don't need to see everyone eat breakfast in bed. Well, that's our least favorite part. Uh, I have two least favorite parts. The dress shopping. That's I'm a like, personal thing you have. Yes. And then when they talk to the family, because it's, it's ah, like. There's ah. zero stakes. There, mm-hmm. There's no stakes. Nobody cares. Right? You guys are married. It doesn't matter if dad's like, I don't know if I really approve of this. It's like, it doesn't matter. You guys are married. Although we really saw, um, what should, how should I describe it? We really saw Elijah Boone kind of losing it. Mm twice on this episode i have some thoughts about that we'll get but, to that yeah so th- that was kind of interesting but yeah smash it like it's as hot as this episode it's i think it's only gonna get hotter from here it better be i think we're just starting to heat up so follow the podcast smash it like it's hot also make sure you guys are leaving reviews if you haven't left a review please do we're now what four episodes into yes Mar- so I said, you know what? Don't leave a review if this is the first time you listen to the pod. But if you've listened to four episodes now, you kind of have a handle mm-hmm. on what's going on here. Go for it, guys. Go for it. Leave a <laughs> review. Okay? Now's the time. So please, it makes a big difference in our day and it makes a big difference in the podcast. If you do leave a review, rating is great. Writing something, even better. So if you can do one or the other or both, thank you in advance. Thank you. Okay. Should we get into it? Let's do it because I can't wait. The only thing that prevented me from really trying to chat with you about this is because I was so swamped at work that I didn't have time. But I have so many thoughts. So let's do this. I always tell you to save it for the pod. I know, but sometimes I just can't wait and I always say something. Save it for the pod. Well, I sure did. This is the pod. We can, you can share your thoughts. I know. That's why I'm excited. Can I share my first thought? My first overall thought? Mm-hmm. Do these people know it's a two-month experiment? Do these what do people, you mean? Everyone's acting like it's, it's decision day already. It's the <laughs> first morning, and Lindsay's like, I'm in love. I love Mock the Shock. He's the best guy I've ever met. I, I, I dated a lot of jabronis, but I love Mock the Shock. I'm like, Yuri is great. You've known him for nine hours, and you were <laughs> sleeping for seven of them. So how are you making this declaration? 
And then Alyssa, and we'll get to Alyssa, she's calling the getaway car already. It's like, we got two more months, people. Everyone settle down. So let me give you some feedback. All right. All right. Lindsay. <laughs> she's 34 and still single. There yeah. is a reason for that, right? She was almost married. Didn't work out. I think she's a little crazy. I think we all think that. I so yep, agree. her being in love already after nine hours, out of which she was drunk for eight and a half, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. No, I'm not surprised Unless either. Unless she's still drunk. She's like, I love him. I'm not surprised either, but pump the brakes, folks. Even if you feel the love, you don't need to share the love. Or do. It's crazy. And Alyssa, I honestly, yes, I'm here for the drama, but she's an idiot. Do we have... I had to say, but I feel bad for Chris. Do we have a warranty on our TV? Because I feel like I'm going to smash it this season. <laughs> and we might have to return it. And that's you, on Alyssa. When is the Super Bowl? February. Well, that's going to be the day. We had a one-year warranty? Year. We had yes, a one-year warranty? Yes, for the TV. I'm pretty sure So I have about like one or two more episodes. A one-year to, warranty. I might smash this TV within the next one or two episodes. If it keeps going this way. <laughs> You kidding me? It's the only thing that's going to be smashing in Alyssa's life because I don't think she's going to smash Chris. Please don't. It was a great deal. It's a beautiful TV. Guys, if if you don't know, buying a TV on Super Bowl Sunday, you get some deals. And if you go to Costco, (laughs) double the deals. (laughs) <laughs> we didn't we went to Costco for beer and up buying a TV. Yeah. Because it was a great deal. It was like $45 <laughs> for a 55-inch screen TV. I was like, less that's less than a dollar an inch. <laughs> We're losing money if we don't buy this thing. Okay. So let's talk about this. Let's start with Katina and Elijah on if let's that's do it. if that's okay. And again, not a lot happens until we board the plane. But let's talk about it because some things did happen. Some things are worth addressing. And we start with Katina and Elijah at the hotel. It's been about an hour since the reception ended. Things are off to a steamy start. Things are, you can feel, can you feel the love tonight? You can feel it. You can, but I'm sure that even though Katina said, she would be okay if they're going to end up being intimate if it happens. Mm-hmm. She's still like not planning on doing that. It's a big step for both of them, I think, because we learned they didn't they didn't bang it out, right? No, but I think Katina is a party girl, but in the same time, I don't think she's a slut. I don't think she's like oh, one night stands. Hello. All right. I mean, listen. Send send your letters to Teresa at married. <laughs> Well, We're very sex positive here. If you want to have sex on the first night, go for it. Oh, listen, we all have had one night stands. Hey, we all are we're sluts. Fun, we're having fun. We here. all are sluts. Yeah, yeah, we've all got hoe bags. We're all. <laughs> but yeah, I'm all saying, feeling. like, she portrays herself as like I'm a party girl, or I used to be a party right. girl, like you know, bottoms up. But mm-hmm. she's not that. She's like, I want to get to know him. Yes. Let's see where things are, and I love it. Yes. Be smart. And same with Elijah on. They're in this tempting situation. They've got this honeymoon suite. Oh, he just want to bang her already. He does, but they don't. And I feel like that, that's good. I feel like that's good. And you need to, it's a weird thing with Married at First Sight. You need to progress kind of quickly. You need to make it seem or treat the other person as though they are your husband or your wife. Otherwise, you will be in the friend zone. You'll be like, 
Oh, mm-hmm. well, I guess we're just, we're strangers or we're becoming friends. It's like you do need to apply some sexual pressure so that it does feel like a romantic relationship, but it's good that you don't pedal to the metal. You're not going so hard, so fast, mm-hmm. night one, sex. I think cuddling and getting to know each other person that's the way to do it. But you're absolutely right. I didn't think of that. Like you and I, we got married after four years of dating, right? Correct. Four years of dating. They just met and they're basically trying to crumble everything into two months right. before the decision day, which is absolutely ridiculous. But hey, that's the show. It's the show. And it's it's tricky. It's a double dutch. It's where do I jump in here? Because we are strangers, but at the same time, we are married And I want to make my intentions clear and I want to set the foundation for a romantic relationship, but you don't want to rush things. It's tricky. So they don't bang it out. I think Katina wanted to cuddle, but either Elijah Mm -hmm. Wan doesn't know how to cuddle or he's not, didn't do it or is not good at it. She said he's not a cuddler. Like, give me a break. Who doesn't like to cuddle? I live for cuddling. Playboys. We cuddle all the time. No, playboys don't cuddle. We're cuddling right now. Well, well we're not. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Teresa is in my lap right now. We're holding each other. As we, we're sharing one mic. We don't even have two mics. But Elijah Wan is a playboy, right? He goes out. He meets a girl at the bar. He wham bams, thank you, ma'ams, and then Ubers home. <laughs> I don't think he ever cuddles. I don't think he ever spends the night. So I don't think he knows what that's all about. But he also cries. He's a crier. So I feel like people who cry love cuddling. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone loves cuddling. Get out of here. That, who does uh, lo- oh, I that's a blanket people, statement. No pun intended. I think people who say, ugh, I don't like cuddling. They wish they could cuddle all the time. I but they're never, just trying to be badasses. No, let's be honest. I was never a cuddler until I met you. Really? Yeah. You got to find mean, your cuddle partner. Well, I never was a cuddler because I had no one to cuddle with. Hey, you're too busy with those one-night stands. They didn't want to cuddle mm-hmm. with you. So I was slotting it around. Jeez. Okay. All right. I'm kidding. Listen, I guess you're right. I never really cuddled with anyone before I met you. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to cuddle with my mom. I think, hello. I think (laughs) cuddling is more intimate than sex in a way. Cuddling is, sex feels good. I think we can all, we're all adults here, right? Sex feels good. And that's a reason to do it. Cuddling is this intimate thing. You're just being close and quiet. And I feel like that, there's something more to that than even sex. I can see that, yeah. Cuddling is awesome. Cuddling is the best. Elijah Wood needs to get out of his shell. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's cut to the morning because they wake up and first thing we find out, which is good news, Katina doesn't have stinky morning breath. Well, that's good. That's positive. And they start talking about their pasts, right? How Elijah was a little bit of a playboy and Katina was a little bit of a partier. She'd be out till... 5 a.m., but it works for them because they can't judge each other. They both live that life. And they said, you know what? That's our past, but we're going to move forward from that. It's funny because I used to do this, not departing like crazy, but when I was younger, when I was in high school, I used to get home at like 5 or 6 a.m. I don't even know what we were doing, but there are bars and discotheques in Czech open until 5 or they used to be. Yeah. And I usually remember as I was going home, 
I used to get a text from my mom at like 5 a.m. It's like, can you get Rohliki at the store? <laughs> she was not even concerned about you, worried about you. She was just no, making you I run mean, errands for I'm her. I'm from a small town. And she's like, are you coming home anytime soon? I'm like, yeah, I'm on the bus. She's like, go and grab some ro- fresh Rohliki because mm-hmm. bakers bake Rohliki in the morning. Mm-hmm. So when you get there, once they, the second they open... You get the best Rohliki ever. Right. Just a lot of hoes lined up outside the bakery mm-hmm. at five in the morning waiting for some fresh baked bread. <laughs> there you go. That's worth it. That yeah, fresh good Rohliki. Times. We love fresh Rohliki. It's delicious. Okay. So then we get the meeting, the meetups, the brunches. And Elijah, he first meets up with Katina's friend. And immediately starts overindulging, right? Talking about how nice Katina's lips are, which is not for me. That's not breakfast conversation, at least not the first breakfast I have with someone's close friend. Yeah, just ask about the person and. He's all, that's all he knows is sexuality. That's all he can talk about. He can't talk about her on a personal level. It's got to be on a physical level. And, that's and what, yeah, I was going to say the friends can sense it. Oh, completely. And here's the other thing that's really not the best first impression is his outfit. If you want to do a little outfits, the segment. I forgot what he was wearing. I think I was just like, I got caught off guard how rude he was. He was wearing a tank top and a backwards hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember that. And hat. that's cool. He's pulling it off. He's got great tattoos. He's showing them off. And that's fine. But for it's whether it is or it isn't a real wedding, it's still your Sunday brunch, right? It's still your wedding brunch that you're having. And that's how you choose to dress for it. Wearing a backwards hat and a Mm -hmm. tank top. Well, everyone's different. Everyone's different. (laughs) But that's his go to outfit. He's not even thinking about it. No one else dressed like that. People wearing nice shirts, button downs, dresses. Yeah, they respected should. the occasion. They respected who they were meeting, right? You're meeting family. You're meeting friends. Mm-hmm. You want to make a good first impression. And he rolls in like he just got out of bed and threw a hat on. Like he doesn't care at all. Yeah, that was a little too much. The, I think I was wearing jeans for our brunch, but like dark jeans and like a nicer shirt. Yeah. Because we were going to the airport for our mini moon. So sure. I kind of wanted to be comfy. But yeah, I looked, I still looked nice. You weren't wearing a To tank meet everyone. Top. No, right. no. I wasn't wearing a hat. No. 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 The only thing I actually liked about this brunch, they were the only group of people actually eating their food because nobody eats during these meetings. You have these beautiful plates sitting in front of you, you have avocado toast, you have. A bacon cheeseburger, right? You've got eggs Benedict. And it just sits there and gets cold. I'm sure they eat it because unlike real shows like The Office, when they have to t- do several takes to get it right, yeah. when they just keep fake eating or eating to the point that they get sick of that food because they have to keep doing the same thing. I'm sure this is one take. It's a reality TV, I'm right? Sure it's, I'm sure it's one take. But watch, nobody eats the food. It sits out there the entire time, the entire shot. And maybe when they're like, cut, they go and eat it. But well, it's gotten cold by then. That's not true because let's move to Katina. She's meeting Elijah Woon's Second mom? Second mom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And she said, oh, let me eat something. I have to go to work. And I think she took a bite. 
That's what, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this whole oh. family was the only group of people who ate their food. So I didn't see it during Elijah one segment, but I did see it during Katina and the second mom. Oh, yeah. No, they were, they saw that food. They're like, I'm going to eat this food. I'm not going to let it go to waste. Good. Like, yeah. And speaking of real shows or it's actually not a real, it's a scripted show. It's The Office. But the tell to see, um, it's not consistency. I'm trying to think. Oh, consecutive. What's the word when things go in order? Um, consistency. Consistency. That's hmm. the word. It's not the right word. Consecutive. Consistency. Hmm. Cumulative. Ah. What? Relative? <laughs> no. Ah. It's cumulative. Yeah, that's not a word. <laughs> I love trying. I really want to get this word. It's consistency. Con, con, nope, it's not consistency. Consec. Okay, if something's going in order, sequential, you want to... Can, uh, you periodical. Gotta, periodical? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> what the heck is it? They have like a whole IMDB page about it, and they'll call out inconsistencies in the sequence because... They'll do a take. My point is if you watch the food and it starts with like a full cheeseburger and then it cuts to a half-eaten cheeseburger and then it cuts back to a full cheeseburger, you realize they're messing with the editing. They're not going in real time. Mm. Inconsistencies. Ah, this is going to kill me. It's consistency. Yeah, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Don't think too hard because it's going to throw you off. Like you did throw me off yesterday when you said, which state ends with the letter K? Guys, which state? There's only one state that ends with the letter K. And it's a fun fact. I know all these states in the United States. Let people think. You do the Jeopardy song because I'm going to have to try to think of the word. Yeah, you do that. I can't think of what I'm trying to think. New York. Of. New York. <laughs> Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Okay. I listed all the states in my head, even New York. I just didn't think that it's New York and it has the letter K at the end. What and, a waste of my time. But And you've lived there. Nice. I, I know. That's the most ridiculous part. I was like spelling out Arkansas. Continuity. Continuity, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> It's very close that was going to kill me. Consistency, so but close. continuity. So you could watch, you could judge by people's drink levels or their food if they're filming in one straight shot. Mm. Continuity, folks. Continuity. Okay. Look at you and Google. Okay. <laughs> so then nothing else really happens, right? Nah. They go back to the room and they find out they're going to Puerto Rico. And some people would say, oh, that's exciting. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. Elijah one thinks it's going to be sexy. Ooh, of course. Of course. And I really don't think that he changed from being Isaac. Little, I think he just changed his name. A little bachata. Can do a little bachata in Puerto Rico like and my man he's Vinny. Like teaching Katina how to do the dance. Mm-hmm. getting sexual. Like, oh, yeah. I'm curious to see how this is going to play out because I don't see Katina being very much in rush. No, I think they're going to take their time. And, and so far, let's give Elijah on some credit. Isaac is not creeping too much into the relationship yeah. yet. I don't think, he, I mean, let's 
let's be serious here. He got naked on the dance floor at his reception. True. But other than that, he, I think, was a gentleman the first night at the hotel room. Yeah. Right? He's taking his time. Maybe he's not the best cuddler, but he's not forcing anything on Katina that she's not comfortable with. So let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. I think it's Elijah Wan so far. And maybe Isaac's going to make an appearance after a couple of pina coladas, but who knows? Oh, he sure will. Who knows? I'm here for it. It's too early to tell. All right. Okay. Let's talk about one of my favorite couples, Lindsay and Mark the Shock. Mark the Shock. Mark the Shock is such a gentleman. (laughs) Listen, I'm not attracted to him, but I think he's such a nice person. Nice as eyebrows. Such a genuine person. Nice as eyebrows on the whole season. Nice tan, too. Fantastic tan, nice eyebrows, sweet personality. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I don't think he's like hot. He's not terrible looking, but I think he's just so nice. Mm. And that goes a long way. Yes. That goes a long way. That's what I'm saying. I would totally be friends with Mark Deshaq. I'd be friends with Mark Deshaq. He's not going to get me to call him Mark Deshaq. I would call him MTS. I find it hilarious that he thinks (laughs) everyone calls him Mark Deshaq because of his (laughs) go-getter attitude and not because of his bulging shark eyeballs. Oh, he sure does. That's why people call him. My friends, they uh, they just think I'm so dedicated to the cause. uh, (laughs) So they call me Mark Deshaq. It's like, no, they call you Mark the Shark because you have shark eyes, Mark. I like it. I don't dislike it. It looks like they're going to pop out of his head any second, but hey. And then he goes and he waxes his eyebrows and just draws all the more attention to those shark eyes. Listen, he takes care of himself. Let's give him some credit. All the credit. He deserves all the credit because Lindsay does not take care of herself. Uh, I think she does. (laughs) As As a lady, she Looks presentable when sober. When sober. Sure. Okay, let's talk about them because they're at the hotel as well. It's the night after the, or it's the night of the reception. Mm -hmm. And let me ask you this. They didn't show us the segment or anything, but they did a couple of previews and I almost thought like, oh gee, did we miss it last time? She's sitting on the floor. With like dive goggles and a snorkel. (laughs) I'm like, can we see more of this? I'm pretty sure Mark Deshaq brought those. He brought props. (laughs) He's like, you want to, you want to come swim with the shark? Oh, that's a good move. Put on the goggles, come swim with the shark. I think that's a good move if you, if he wants to bang her. It's like, you want to come swing with the sharks? Yeah. It's, hey, it's what got Jesse and Jennifer out of their three week episode fight was mm-hmm. hey we gotta go snorkeling so <laughs> it's always good to have a snorkel on hand for sure i used to love snorkeling i've never snorkeled what that's huh. all i used to do in croatia that's why i used to have a very tan bag but very white front mm, interesting okay. I either snorkel or i was reading harry potter okay childhood <laughs> so they're having a little bit of a drunken heart to heart Right? They're fully clothed. They're, Lindsay's at least mixing in a water. So that's good. But they're talking family issues. And this is where Mark fills, this is where MTS <laughs> fills Lindsay in on his mom. And it gets a little sad. He's like, you know, she retired. She kind of became a recluse. She wouldn't get out of her nightgown. She wouldn't leave the house. I, I personally, I called that quarantine. 
I wouldn't get out of my nightgown either. There was about nine months I didn't get out of my nightgown. Oh, I still wear my nightgown. You're still wearing it? Yeah. But I, I joke, it's clear Mark's mom has severe depression. Mm-hmm. And that's weighing on him and the family. And it was nice to see Lindsay kind of soften a bit when she heard about this. I don't think she's a bad person or anything. I think she can actually understand. I just think she has... What's the, what, what it's called when someone has very high emotion, like you can get easily so high and happy and then you can get sad immediately and I'm freaking cry. I don't want to diagnose her, but are you saying bipolar? Yes, maybe borderline because I, yeah, I she goes to maybe not, but I'm saying she goes to all these like she's so hyped up, so happy, and then she can go to sad and serious and then happy again and crazy. Yeah, like I can't do it. Like I need no, to. I'm pretty level. Yeah, I'm pretty level too. Like I can be fun, I can be crazy and serious, mm. but I need some time in between. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. just not gonna go from zero to a hundred. I can't. I think she was drunk, and then I think she just started to sober up. I don't know that it was a mood swing or anything. Mm. I think it was just That's the, possible the too. hangover kicking in. So they get ready for bed, and. We all have got our own bedtime rituals. We all have something that we do. Let's right? not share ours. We're not going to share ours, okay? <laughs> but we've all got something. Some people do a bedtime story. Some people... Sing. Some people sing a song, right? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Some people drink a warm glass of milk. Okay? People do that? Yeah. I should do it. Well, I, I love warm, milk. I have a warm glass of milk, oh. okay? Uh, Lindsay doesn't do any of those. <laughs> Hers is a little more dangerous. She's saging. She's saging the room. Yeah, very Darcy of her, right? Mm -hmm. Very, uh, very Silva-esque. She's saging this hotel room. And my only question, because I've stayed in my fair share of hotel rooms, how did the smoke alarm not go off? That's a really good question. Right? I mean, we've seen some people on maths and also 90 Day just like saging the shit out of places. But there is never an alarm that goes off. No. And uh, apartment alarms, I don't know. I feel like they're not as sensitive. I've been in hotels. I've been in multiple hotels where the smoke alarm has gone off and I've had to evacuate the building. And that's why my first thought was, how is the smoke alarm not going off? And if it's not going off, isn't that alarming? No pun intended. Um, you definitely are not talking about our apartment because how often do we get out in the middle of the night because someone's cooking something That's at 2 a.m.? That's very but true. But listen, I'm all for a sensitive alarm. Mm-hmm. I would rather be up and out at 2 a.m. and make sure that people are just burning a pizza because they got wasted or high yeah. than there is a fire and yeah, no one's telling us don't anything. Don't look at me when you say that. When I say what? <laughs> Burning a pizza because you're drunk. You never want to snack in the middle of the night. That's always me. And you're That's like, true. Teresa, we're not snacking. That's true. Your <laughs> eyes lit up when I said warm glass of milk. You're like, it's probably about as close to a snack as I can get around bedtime. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. I was just like, how is she literally walking through this hotel room with smoke billowing off the sage and no alarm? Well, it worked for her. I guess. That did it, though, because she's going to get into some shit very, very quickly. Yes, but the room is saged. The room is saged. She should have saged the plane because I think that's where shit went awry. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, okay, then they wake up. 
Nice close-up shot of Mark's manicured eyebrows. You love to see it. <laughs> you love to see that. And they have breakfast and get right back into the deep conversations. They're like, why do we choose this experiment? Why are you into this? Why, why are you doing this? And I'm torn a little bit about this because I think it's good that they're having serious conversations. Mm -hmm. But I feel like all they're having is serious conversations. And there's no lightheartedness. There's no fun. There's no joking. They just met. I know, but you see other couples, they're playful, they're laughing. This is all like, my mom won't take off her nightgown. I chose this path because I've only dated jabronis and can't find that. It's like, it's also serious. They got to loosen up a little bit and show their real personality. But guess what? Maybe that's why they were matched. Mm. I think Mark the Shark can loosen up and he's going to show us later. I think he's a... Uh, Social butterfly. No, he's a social in a good shark. Way. Like he's a social <laughs> shark. <laughs> I think he's like a nice guy who just wants everyone to get along and he doesn't want any drama. Lindsay, however, oh boy. that's gonna be juicy, but oh boy. I think that's it's who not, they are. It's not gonna be green juice because I mean some people can get into serious conversations, some people can joke, some people can some people do both. They just met. I don't really know what the protocol is. No, I, I don't either. But it's interesting watching these couples after watching 13 seasons and seeing the successes and the failures and going, no, 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 no. You guys are like going too friend zone. You're going, oh, no, no, no. You're going too heavy. It's like you got to create a spark. You got to create fun and joy. And to me, they're just so serious all the time, heavy conversations that it doesn't. I mean, you can bond over that stuff, but it doesn't seem like you can be happy or excited I've seen them laughing. They laughed all night when Lindsay was snorkeling. No, that's true. <laughs> I have it in my nose that Lindsay feels very lucky and they just lay in bed and laugh. Like, I think they have a good time. Oh, she feels very lucky. She says, I'm in love already, which again is a very serious place to go. Saying you're in love after seven hours, that's a, ser <laughs> that's a serious thing to say. Listen, some people... Fall in love fast, I guess. I guess. Okay. Or some people don't know what love is, but... True. Let's keep going. Lindsay meets up with Mark's friends. MTS's friends. And, of course, Mark the Shock packed a suitcase full of goldfish. Okay? That's what? all... You didn't hear that? No. He brought a suitcase full of goldfish. Like the snack? The snack that smiles back. Gold, the one... <laughs> The one what? snack that's okay to get hooked on. I hate goldfish. Goldfish. Oh, I love goldfish. There's you so many do? different. Yeah, there's so many different flavors. You can't just uh, say I hate goldfish. Maybe the pretzel ones are good because I love pretzels. Pretzel ones are good. No, the my favorite snack are, are pretzels, but the thick pretzels that you really have to work hard. Yeah. To get them in. The yeah the um, we call them human dog bones, <laughs> yeah. but they're like sourdough mm -hmm. Schneider's sourdough so hard you chip a tooth on them. Oh that, yes, that's my go-to. Like when I drive, we go on a road trip, and my lap is full of the pretzel Just because crumbs. I'm like biting so hard. So many crumbs. Love it. Yeah, but he's got goldfish, and it rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, this guy thinks he's a shark. He's only eating ocean-based <laughs> snacks. Therese is going to spit her drink out. 
<laughs> Please don't spit Stop on the microphone. It. But yeah, like it's dumb. It pisses me. Like his favorite ice cream is probably fish food. He loves Swedish What's fish. fish food? Ben and Jerry's fish food. It's based on the band, not the oh fish. I was gonna call it an animal. You didn't even an eat animal. ice cream. How do you know fish all food? This? When I ate ice cream, I ate Ben and Jerry's fish food. Chocolate oh. little fish. It was delicious. But this guy's just like so many ocean-based snacks. <laughs> so dumb, bro. Like, get I over it. Like, get over it. People are calling you Mark the Shark because of your <laughs> eyes. Okay? Okay, Mark? Jeez. I love it. Okay. So she's with the friends. She's feeling good about her match. She thinks it's the perfect match. She won the lotto. <sighs> I mean, she's so high. And we say this about 90-day couples. We say this about Darcy and Stacey. It's like, you are so high. That just means the fall is going to be that much greater. Mm. Right? You're not level right now. You're not on level ground. You're so high up there. Oh, I'm in love. Perfect match. That fall is going to be so hard. When the highs are that high, the lows are going to be that low. But again, I think a lot of people are like this. and all On reality can- TV. No, but even in real life. How many people do we know that literally started saying, oh, I love you after a week or two and moved in together you know, after like three or one four per- months? Like one person. We know a bunch. Well, two people. Like some people do this. Some people take time. Like ask. some people never do the move. Like they live together for 15 years and they never pop the question. Like everyone's different. Sure. But it doesn't mean everyone's right. Oh, I didn't say that, but... What's right? I think I agree with you. Like a nice medium. Like be happy, but don't say, oh my gosh, this is it. Uh, best thing ever. Don't like, say you you're don't in know. love with someone after six hours. Or do it. I'm here to watch. I Come mean, on. yes. Come on. But you're abusing the word. You're watering down the word. You do. But I genuinely think that that's what she feels like. That she gets this high and low. Oh, yeah. And I guess maybe that's what you're saying, bipolar. And again, I'm not going to diagnose I'm not saying she is. I'm just saying. Her actions are a little hot and cold, a little up and down. Yeah. Here's where I'm going to give her credit and respect to Lindsay. We find out she was a hospice nurse. And I was like, what? What? She was a hospice nurse. I missed that. Oh, which is incredible. And I think will go a long way in this situation with Mark's mom who clearly needs special mm-hmm. attention and care. Yeah, to be a hospice nurse is, I mean, maybe the hardest job, if not one of the hardest jobs I think you can Definitely have. one of them, yeah. So props to her. I didn't see that coming. And she obviously got out of the game. And I forget what she does now. but I think she's like a medical sales. Oh, yeah, she like still that. is in the medical game. She's a healthcare like project manager. Yeah, something, something like that. So she made a sidestep. But I'm going to give her props for that. That's, that's pretty special. Yeah. So, so good for her. Okay. So then Mark meets up with Lindsay's family. Well, did we even say that the friends love Lindsay? They like love Lindsay. Mm. They think she's so good for MTS. And she's going to push him out of his shells because he needs it. As fun and outgoing as he is, he still needs a little push. I don't see that. I don't see him needing the push. But maybe... His friends think, oh, he needs someone like him that can be on the same level as him. Maybe. I can understand the push and we'll get there later. But we learned that Mark the Shock 
he doesn't really travel. He's a guy who eats burgers and fries. Right. Like he's like, <laughs> maybe that's what they mean. Like, push him out of his shell. Like, I pushed you out of your shell without pushing you. True. You started exploring more things with me. You started traveling more with me. You started eating things you would never try before. Mm-hmm. And not that I didn't force you. You just, like, we started dating, started having fun. So I did push you out of your shell. You didn't push me. Okay. You opened the door. Oh. I would say. You I kicked the, you a little. No, there was no force. There <laughs> that's was no, true. That's there was true. no force involved. You presented the opportunity and I took it. However, yes. I was told by your friends and possibly by your parents, but that, oh wow, like John is eating this. John mm. is doing that. Like, what did you do to him? Right. So, but I, you're Thank right. You. I opened the doors and you Thank just. You. You never said it. like, no, you have to try no, this. No, I have would to. never do that yeah, to you. So that, you didn't push me to. No. But you, you made it available to me. Yes. And I took you up on that. Yes. And look at you now just traveling. Look at me now. Like eating shrimp eating and oysters, eating. Eating octopus. Yeah, octopus. Look at me. <laughs> no, actually not. I don't like it. But the I tried John, it. The John I, I met six or so years ago would never do that. Burgers and pizza. Mm-hmm. Me and Mark the Shack. And goldfish. <laughs> so I think that's what they meant. That he needs someone to like open his horizon, expand his horizons. Mm, okay. All right. So then Mark meets up with Lindsay's family. Okay. And they give him a Lindsay survival kit. And I, I love it. And I can see it's why. It's <laughs> Lara bars. And I love those. Okay. Apparently Lindsay does. You always bring them from your business trips. Do and I? I always eat them. Lara bars? Yes. I don't think I've ever had one. It was in your swag bag. Oh, okay. So, I ate it. Okay. <laughs> Lara bars and, and what else? And a no button. And I love it. And a no button. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I downloaded my very own no button app. No. For this special occasion. You know what it reminds me of? I think it's Michael Scott. <laughs> I literally was going to say when he's like, no, I'm, I'm God, please, no. No, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's a whole bunch of options here. It's, no, God, please, no. <laughs> that's what I was like. That's when he finds out that Toby's back. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Flanderson is everything that's wrong with the paper industry. <laughs> that's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, I, this is the best no app I could find. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they give him a no app. And as funny as it is. And no it, button. A no button, right. I have the app. No diggity. Um, <laughs> as funny as it is, I'm like, how about you just parent your kid better, dad? Like, I'd be so embarrassed if we had a daughter and we had to give our future son-in-law a no button to be like, well, no, nah, you're going to have to tell her no. So it's like, no, just parent your kid better. Yes, to a certain level, but every kid shapes themselves eventually. Like I've done things that my parents are proud of. I've done things my parents hated I've done. I'm not going to go deep into this, but I know there are things I did my parents don't understand. and For they. Sure. They are like, ah, what are you doing? But that's not what I'm saying. This is clearly a behavioral trait where they just never said no to Lindsay. Well, her brother seems fine. He seems like calm and maybe they said no grounded. to him. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Listen, she- who? No. <laughs> She's 34. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about this, but to give him a no button. Let me let me talk to you about this no button because I looked it up. It's on Amazon. 
And I was familiar with the easy button. I've seen the no button Oh, I've before. never seen it. I knew the easy button. So the no button, this is the description on Amazon. The no button was invented by two very tired parents. Okay. <laughs> but the no button can be used everywhere. At home, school, work, shopping, and more. Can I borrow some money? No. Can I have a puppy? No. Ah! Does this make me look fat? No. Can my mother move in? No. Maybe you should get the button because those are all the things I want. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but it was invented by two very tired parents is what I'm saying. It, I love is, it. Lindsay's a child and her dad clearly should have said no! to her more <laughs> and then he wouldn't have to give Mark a no button. Again, 34. It's too late. Too late for anything. Yeah. So now we just have to laugh about it. You know what people say? You cannot teach old dog new tricks. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes. No. Are you calling Lindsay a dog? Oh, okay. Are you calling you Lindsay cannot, an old dog? <laughs> I was going to say you cannot teach old cat, but cats don't care. Like cats go, they don't have give too many They have too many cats as it is. Too many cats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they... They get back to the hotel room. They find out where they're going on their honeymoon. Puerto Rico. Lindsay is, she's basically like, oh my God, Puerto Rico? Yeah, like I weekend in Puerto Rico. That's where I go for just weekend getaways. Like you ever been, Mark? She's like, I've been like 10 times. Actually, wait a minute. Um, Eight, no, seven. It's like, who cares? Yeah. And Mark's like, oh, I'm pretty easy going. As long as they have burgers, uh, I'm in. She's like, no, you got to try some calamari. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I can't blame my man Mark, Mark. This is where I, I'm on the same page as Mark Because burgers, they're, it's comfort food No yeah, matter where you go comfort food you have it at home You have to try Yeah You have to try If you don't like it, cool Have a burger But you should try Absolutely Okay Moving on Moving on Jasmina and Michael Jasmina and Michael They're getting ready for bed And nothing really happens Except Michael spills his heart I always find this Funny, too, is he's spilling his heart to the camera. He's sitting on the edge of the bed talking to camera while Jasmine is three feet away in the bathroom taking her makeup off. Mm -hmm. It's like she can hear you, Michael. It's right? a marriage. She's open. Yeah. So that's it. Nothing really happens at the at night. They wake up. They have breakfast in bed. All the pastries that you can think of, cheese, Danish, muffins, cinnamon rolls, whatever, they're all there. I love croissants. I think they had a croissant. Love a croissant. Love a bacon, mm -hmm. egg, and cheese on a croissant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then they go and they meet up. Jasmina goes and meets up with Michael's sister. And I love this relationship because it felt like they bonded, right? They're acting super comfortable mm -hmm. around each other. And almost too comfortable. Comfortable enough to the point where before Jasmina can even sip her water, they're like, so did you guys bang it out last night? Did you guys uh, get busy? How's, how's Michael in bed? Pretty good? I was surprised that only two sisters showed up. Oh. He I didn't, I didn't take attendance. I did. But no, Jasmina said, no sexy time. Michael is a gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. So they took their time. They're, they're taking it easy. And they talked, which was good. Jasmina liked that. And then... The sisters talk a little bit about Michael. And luckily, Jasmina is not Alyssa, so it's not going to ruin her world. No. But apparently, Michael thinks the worst of every situation. Like, he's not a positive person at all. He's a worrier. 
What does it even mean? He worries a lot. Oh. And I get it, right? I mean, all these people have had such traumatic upbringings. Uh, Not a lot has gone right in their lives. True, but you have to be positive. And I have a hard time with being positive sometimes, but I have to be. Otherwise, I would be pulling my head out of my head. Yeah, but you're not naturally that way. I mean, you're naturally a positive person. I'm realistic. But you do stress a lot, and I have to be like, stop stressing. It's not worth because it. It's not going to change anything. That's me being realistic. That's not me being negative. I'm realistic. I know the situation, and I know what went wrong or what happened. But then I turn it around, and I'm positive. I always do that. Okay, and that's a good way to be. I just think worrying or stressing about things you can't change isn't good. Or if you can change them, then go ahead and change them. Don't just sit there and worry about them. Correct. What I was going for is that Michael begins with that. Mm, right. It's a big enough issue for his sisters to just put that out first yeah. and foremost. Right. It's a clearly a personality trait of his. Sounds like it. It's not the most worrying thing, though, at least that I learned during this. Brunch. Oh, no. I know what you're going to say. Jasmine has only had long distance relationships. How? How does that happen? Right? She's a preschool teacher, not a flight attendant. So <laughs> That's a good point. Right? Like, how does this happen? Forget never living with someone. I can get that. Oh, I've never lived with a boyfriend. We've only, we've lived separately. I get that. She's never ran into her boyfriend at Starbucks. I've never lived with anyone before I lived with you. That's fine. But- I've never ran into my boyfriend at Starbucks because I don't really have a past, but I've never been in a long distance relationship. You've never done that. It's almost better to say, oh, this is my first relationship. than I've only dated long distance. How does that happen? What does that mean? How did you end up in those situations? I'm very curious. I mean, I was a pen pal buddy when I was 13 Mm -hmm. with a guy from um, my asthma camp. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He took your breath away. Oh, he sure did. But that's about it. Yeah. That was my long distance PayPal relationship. PayPal? So oh, in PayPal. He, he was probably sending you money? Pen pop. Pen pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pen pop. I see how you guys I get down. I was 13. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a phone. Okay, you hooker. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Okay. Um, I just wish they followed up with a question or two. Like, what do you mean you only dated long distance? Who? What? Why? Where? When? How? So many questions I had and they were just like, oh, okay. Well, you probably don't want to get into that. It's a new relationship. You just got married. Leave the past in the past. Okay. Fair enough. So then Michael meets up with Jasmine and his family. Mm-hmm. Jasmine is mom feeling better about the process, right? She's still cautious about the whole thing, but she's coming around to yeah, it. Slowly. She's coming around to it. And she asks Michael what examples of marriage he's had in his life. And he's like, none. My parents got divorced super young, so I haven't really been able to look at a marriage and go, ah, that's how it's done. But my sisters taught me a lot. They taught me how to be a protector, not a husband per se, but I think the same rules apply. And Jasmine's mom's just like, ooh, that's exciting. Well, he said he was raised by women. He was raised by his mom, his sister, his grandma. So I think that makes just Mina's mom a little more comfortable that he knows how to act around women, that he can be a gentleman. Right, right. Yeah, uh, it's definitely important. I think that shows. I think Michael's 
definitely a gentleman. I have no question about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's really it. Moving on. Moving on. Noi and Steve. Noi and Steve. Steve could not wait to whip out that ring pop and repropose. He, <laughs> since they said I do, he was feeling his his jacket pocket. Like, okay, the ring pops there. When, whenever, like, I can do it. I know. I got to find the right time. I'm going to repropose. It's going to be hilarious. Because that, as I always say, jokes get funnier the more times you tell them. And <laughs> he he's told this joke now two or three times. I don't know what's worse. When you tell the same joke three or four times or when you have to explain a joke. Uh, it's When you have to explain it on the second time you tell, it's the best. It's like, <laughs> that's how you know it's a good joke. Yeah, he couldn't wait to do it. And he did. Noi liked it, I guess. Oh, she's loving it. Right. She loved it. So it is what it is. They wake up. Steve brings some breakfast to bed. And... Compared to what Jasmine and Michael had, compared to that pastry spread, that bakery that Jasmine and Michael had, this was very sad. They basically like split a Nature's Valley bar. It looked like it, yeah. I, even like <laughs> very their, sad. I don't know if you recall, but the, their altar, they just had like these two half columns, mm. no flowers, nothing. Very minimal. They had no send off. Very right. They just walked off. Everything, yeah. Everything's very Everything minimal. Everything in moderation. I well, guess. I feel like Steve is, is still living that van life. Like their breakfast looked like he took it out of his camping bag. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you can order room service. You don't need to cook beans over like a portable stove anymore. You're back in civilization. Although I do like those. Campfire beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like oh, order, yeah. order room service, bro. Why are you guys going halves on a Nature's Valley bar? <laughs> <laughs> this is your honeymoon, right? So Steve comes right out and tells the camera, we didn't have sex. We didn't have sex. But he's very attracted to Noi. He's very attracted to Noi. Yeah, I just feel like he's so used to sleeping in a van, the minute he hit a real mattress, he was probably like, (laughs) (laughs) now this is luxury. Now finally I can get some Zs. And he sure did, but they cuddled. They cuddled. They are cuddlers. It was nice. Yeah, they're not, I would say they're probably... Well, besides Alyssa and Chris, which I don't even count as a couple, they're probably the least sexual. Steve and Noy are probably the least sexual. They have the least fire between them. They have oh. love. I feel like they have attraction, but there's no like, can't wait to rip your clothes off. No, I think that's just me and Michael. They have no sexual mm. attraction. Okay. I don't see it. You might be right. You might be right. Okay. Let's meet the parents. <laughs> Noy goes. Great movie. Fantastic movie. <laughs> Noi goes and meets Steve's parents. And Noi was super emotional talking about that poppy end. How Steve just embraced it. I feel her because I do get emotional too on certain occasions. You sure do. And she, I'm not going to say she's going as far as Lindsay here. But she says he seems perfect so far. That's good. Mm-hmm. But until, don't, don't build him up too much too fast. Well, until the dad says he loves that Noah embraces traditions, which I love too. But he starts talking about Steve and how he's kind of a vagabond. Okay. And he just wants to travel, which I do too. But the word choice, vagabond, okay? That's not lost on me. He could have chose... Nomad. He could have said traveler. Nomad sounds weird. Vagabond sounds like a hobo. 
<laughs> that vagabond sounds like a drifter. Like vagabond, I don't think is a compliment. Like a wanderer, he's a wanderer. When you say vagabond, it reminds me of cactuses. Well, I don't get that at all. You do because in our town, there's this vagabond market once in a while. Mm. And they sell these beautiful cactuses. Okay. <laughs> We've never been, but I found them on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So I feel that it's like bohemian, very like, wow, like out there in the nature. Yeah, okay. Uh, you hear cactus, I hear hobo. <laughs> Either way, Noise like, I'm a little concerned about it, but I hope he has some sort of plan. We haven't yeah. talked about it, but hopefully he has some sort of plan. She's like, we're in such a good place right now. It's hard to imagine us not working out. It's Nine like, hours later. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, guys, you know this is a two-month experiment. You're like, I, th- I can't imagine us not working out. It's been 45 minutes. I think if they don't make it, it's going to be because of Steve's job. Steve, Steve Job. Jobs. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve, no job. Steve Jobsless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely going to weigh on them. That nomad lifestyle. And it's okay. Like, he lost the job. He traveled a little bit. I think it comes to the drive. If you're driven to right. get a new job and provide for your family and take care of yourself and your wife. That's one thing. If he decides to just be like, well, like, who needs a job? I can just freelance here and there. That would have been an mm. issue for me. Oh, for sure. Like, I need stability. And well, I think Noi does too. Let's talk about Steve meeting Noi's family because we learn a little bit about his drive and what he wants to do moving forward. That's not the only thing we learned. Oh, my God. This was probably my favorite meet and greet. We've met Sriracha. We, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, uh... Who's Noi's brother who dresses up as Suracha, so basically it's Noi's sister. It's his other half. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's a sister, if it's a drag queen. I don't know what the appropriate term is here, but it's the orange-haired fella, uh, Noi's brother. is He's got an alter ego, too, right? Forget Noisy. There's Suracha. If you thought Noisy was spicy... You haven't met Sriracha. Oh, Sriracha is so spicy. (laughs) And here's my hope. If things don't work out between Chris and Alyssa, Chris and Sriracha. I think that would be a nice pairing. Maybe. Sriracha is a beautiful (laughs) whatever you, Sriracha is beautiful, I think. Sriracha is beautiful. I think she's too spicy for Chris. Very spicy. Too spicy for Chris, Chris but I'm here for it. Like a little salt is probably too much seasoning for Chris. Yeah. He's a very... Vanilla? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say potato, but you need salt for a potato. You need a little salt. For a yeah. good potato. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we meet Sriracha, and that's amazing. And they all start talking about Steve and his lack of job. Not even talking. They start grilling him. Good. Good. Let's yeah. get some answers. He doesn't have a good answer. Right? He said he's, like, he's freelancing, which I mm. feel like that's... The same thing no, as you, when you say I'm in between jobs. He's freeloading is what he's doing. And they bring up kids. And he's like, well, I'm in no rush for kids. So then they're like, okay, uh, you have no answers for anything really. Let's go back to that job thing. Let's try to get a little, some more answers for that. And he's like, well, how do you plan to support your family financially? And again, nothing. He's got no way. I don't know if it's Sriracha making him speechless or if he just hasn't thought through this stuff, but he's got nothing. 
I think at 38, because that's the age I believe he is, Mm -hmm. you should have your shit figured out. If you're going to get married, for sure. not the time to go through middle-age crisis. No, 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 no. This is the wrong time, Steve. I need and you people to do go out. through middle-aged crisis. Like my dad almost did once and I was like, what are you doing? And it didn't happen, but mm. I get it. But he's too young for this. My dad was doing this when he was 55. Right, right. When he thought that he's going to move to Kazakhstan and teach Czech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then he wanted to do it in Siberia. He applied already. Mm-hmm. And so then this what happened. The spot in Siberia got was taken before he applied. So they offered Kazakhstan to him and he said, I'm not vibing it. Very nice. But he almost went. That's how crazy this is. Wow, what a crisis. Crisis wow. averted. Mm-hmm. Midlife crisis averted. But he was 55. Yeah, right? 38. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So then Steve and Noy meet up after the family meetings. And Noy's immediately like, so, yeah, it's kind of... Got to thinking, what are your plans for work? And Steve goes, I think we need to talk more about it. Um, If and when I'm going to commit to a full-time job. What? If and when you're going to? This guy works full-time at a red flag factory right now. He should have gone to Sugar Mama website instead. Yeah, wrong. Wrong avenue, Stephen. (laughs) I just couldn't believe he was like, yeah, we're going to have to talk about if and when. I go full-time. He has to go full-time. Yeah, I think we do need to talk about I think every grown-up should have a full-time job. It doesn't matter what you do, but you should be able to take care of yourself. And if you have kids or Sure, maybe it doesn't have to be full-time. If you can support your family working three hours a week, more power to you. What are you going to do? Only fans. Oh. I'm just, right? Just be able to support. Don't, if you're in a partnership, which you are now, Steve, you're married, Steve and Noah, like, you got a family. You got you got to pull your weight, brother. This has nothing to do with this show, but you just remind me of this. Most of the of stuff this. we talk about doesn't, I feel like. I just saw today on Instagram that one of my, she's like a friend, not like super friend, but we're friends on Instagram. She went to middle school with me. She has only fans, but she, I think she's doing good. And I was always thinking like she posts these like almost naked photos on Insta all the time when mm-hmm. she always like covers the nipple with an mm-hmm. emoji. Yeah. And she is OnlyFans. You're going to have to send me the link, I think. No, I don't. I but I didn't know it was popular in the Czech Republic. Oh, yeah, That's what I'm sure. saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else to say about <laughs> these yeah, two? That's it. All right. Let's take a quick break. Let's sage this room. I think we need to sage this room because when we come back, we're going to talk about Alyssa and Chris. Let's do it. All right. Okay, are you ready for this? Let's do it. Chris and Alyssa. No, God, please, no. (laughs) You should install the yes button, like, yes. Is there a yes? I'm here for it. (laughs) Oh, for this couple? I can hear Elijah from 90 Day, like Elijah button saying, yes. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitches. I'm that bitch. Elijah and Sriracha. Would be the spinoff of the year. I almost feel like they should meet. Yeah, well, maybe. I think maybe. I think Elijah's done with TV, at least in the 90-day world. So come on over to maths, Elijah. Come on over. We already we have an Elijah Juan, but True. Come on, a Elijah. A little different. A little different. I just feel bad for 
Chris in this whole situation because I feel like the experts know what they're doing and what they're doing is creating drama for our entertainment. And I don't hate it as a viewer, but as a lover of love, I love love. I love love. <laughs> okay, I, Darcy. I feel bad for what's happening here. Well, I also think the experts sometimes like to push the boundaries a little bit saying, all right, Alyssa, it's a little difficult. Uh, she's a little complicated. She's too needy. But, but there is Chris who seems like a nice guy who really wants to do this thing and he might help her out. Well, and I, here we are. They'll definitely, yeah, he'll help her out if she listens. But more than that, I feel like the experts are trying to teach Alyssa a lesson. It's like stopping so picky. Who cares about teeth? His teeth aren't jacked up. So her teeth aren't jacked up either. They're white, they're but they're white. not straight. I didn't, I couldn't see. I was blinded by her white teeth. But my point is, get over yourself, Alyssa. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with Chris. And we're going to teach you to look beyond the teeth, right? That's not her only issue. She has issues because the friend said something. Right. That's ridiculous. Get to know him. Like I can, I can say, oh, I know this girl and she sucks. There are people who love her, who who are like, oh, she's the best friend ever. Exactly. You have to form your own opinion. Exactly. It's like pulling teeth with Alyssa here. This thing is so crazy. It's like her basically listening to his friends who were actually trying to talk him up. They did a poor job. <sighs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. If that's the reason why you don't want to sleep in the same room because he loves teaching people. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, he's, get, he's the worst. Let's get into it because <laughs> Alyssa and Chris, they're basically in a standoff in the hotel lobby. They're not talking to each other at this point. And they're, yes. I was just going to say, I like genuinely felt bad for Chris because he looks at the camera and he's like, I don't understand why. Like, I don't understand what I did. Right. Nobody does. Nobody does. I Alyssa know. doesn't either. The only thing you did was not be her perfect idea of a man. And you know what, what was the saddest thing he said? He looked at the camera and he said, I don't understand because I had a great day. I know. How sad is that? So he had such a good day. It's he's the puppy you take out for dog day out. Ah, to, don't tell me about dog day out. You go to your local humane society, you take a dog out. The dog had a great day. The dog had a fantastic day. But you know what? You weren't ready for a dog. You just did it for selfish reasons because you wanted to play with the dog. And then you have to return it. And the dog's like, I had the best day ever. Why are you bringing me back? And Alyssa's like, eh, because you farted in the car. You're making this sound bad. Like, we love dog day out. We did dog day out once and... Well, we tried. We'll do it. We've tried three times. They've only given us a dog once. Not, not our, it's not on us. They just didn't have dogs available. Yeah. But <laughs> I think the dog we took out was probably happy he was back in the shelter after we walked four miles with him. We didn't realize he was 12 years old and we took him for a four mile walk. And we got to the point where he just stopped. Three miles into our four mile walk, he just stopped <laughs> and stood there on the sidewalk. And he's like, you guys are fucking kidding me, right? Like. <laughs> You know, you know, I'm 58 years old in dog years. I wanted to adopt him. And we've told this story on we almost the adopted main him. 90 pod. We, we almost him, adopted we him. We brought him back because I feel like we have to tie this story up with a bow. We brought him back. His name was Fudge. We love Fudge. Shout out to Fudge. We brought him back to the Humane Society. 
And when we returned them, the person at the front desk said, oh, Fudge, great. Someone was calling about mm-hmm. you. And we thought, this is beautiful. Someone's adopting Fudge. Uh, this It couldn't be better. We, we're not in a position to adopt. We just want to take dogs out so they get some fresh air and bring them back. We can't adopt, but someone else wants to. Great. We checked the website the next day. He was gone. So we said, woohoo, someone mm-hmm. got Fudge. Beautiful. We love it. And then we're self-masochists. So we went back on the website a week later and Fudge was back. Oh, and that's where we were like, all right, we have to <sighs> adopt him. Like we, we cannot leave him at the shelter. So then we checked the next day and he was off again. He's gone again. So. And he hasn't been back since because I keep checking. Right. So good. Fudge, hope you're we living your best. We almost adopted him because he was a baby. Hope you're living your best life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about Alyssa and Chris. Yes. And. They're not they're not talking. She's over the whole situation already. My question is, where does she go and stay? Because do they automatically get her another hotel room? Are they like, sure, or get Chris another hotel room? Because I'm pretty sure the suite has two bedrooms. I think she probably booked like 10 additional rooms. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just to be With ready. Her dresses. <laughs> yeah, because the apartments these guys get it's always two bedrooms you can't force someone to sleep in a bed with someone but you can say hey you each get your own room so the fact that she gets her own hotel room i don't think the hotel rooms have two bedrooms i think these are regular hotel rooms with one bed maybe two beds but Mm. they're no suite it's not in boston they kept calling them oh it's the honeymoon suite yeah, it's a hotel that they put cover chocolate covered strawberries on your right. bed. Like that's the honeymoon suite. Right. So she gets her own hotel. And if I were Chris, I would butt chug that bottle of champagne that was sitting there and call Dr. Viviana because that's where all of the MAFS rejects end up is in a relationship with the therapists, with the professionals. I so. think she's married, but... Oh, is she? I'm pretty sure she's married. At least someone is. I'm looking at you, Alyssa. (laughs) I guess they are. Okay. So they wake up separately. We learn apparently they met up at 2.30 in the morning without cameras Mm -hmm. to talk. Which first Chris said on the camera, hey, do you want to talk without the cameras? She's like, oh, I'm too tired. Like, I just just want to like... And she just walked off. But then, yes, apparently they... Did meet at 2.30 a.m. without the cameras. And Alyssa's big reason for her attitude, for why they're sleeping apart, for why this isn't going to work, is because we just don't vibe. I would slap her if I we could. Don't, we don't vibe. You don't vibe? First of all, forget vi- forget the word vibe. And I'm guilty of saying vibe, and I'm not even... We vibe all the time. I'm not coming down on you for the word vibe. I'm coming down on you for that choice of word in this situation. But you don't vibe. You don't know each other. Mm-hmm. How do you know you don't vibe? She just didn't even give him a chance. I think she met him. She saw the teeth and it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Let me find a way out. Okay, okay. He's a great guy. Everyone's like loving him. Oh, he loves to teach people. I hate it. That's it. Like she was, she, she was looking for. That. She was looking for a reason to get out because she seemed to be having fun at the wedding, right? But then, when she was behind the door saying, "This is horrible. Like we have nothing in common. Like I don't know what's going on." So it's like you seem to be having some sort of fun. So like, what's going on with you, Alyssa? We don't vibe. We just don't vibe. Okay. I think she, I don't know why she's on the, on the show, but 
going into this, you must be very open-minded. You may get a really hot, handsome guy or girl with great personalities, etc. But you might also get someone that, wow, like you would not probably talk to this person at the bar, but for some reason you were matched. So you should get to the bottom of it why you were matched, not to freaking give up before you even have a chance to have a conversation. Can I do a call back to Kendrick Lamar? Because sure. you're like, I don't know, Kendrick. Sure. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Oh, yeah. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Right? <laughs> we just don't vibe. We just don't vibe. That's the dumbest thing I've heard. Yeah. Okay. So then they meet up with the cameras to talk. And Alyssa's like, I just don't feel great. I didn't get a good night's sleep. Like, I didn't get my eight hours. Did I she say that? No, but she said I didn't get a good night's sleep. Yeah. I didn't. I, wasn't I wish able, I was getting eight hours a night. I wasn't able to get my eight hours, so I don't feel great. And Chris is like, "Okay, well, real talk, are we compatible?" And she's like, "Well, we're very different people. Um, we don't have a lot in common. Our hobbies are different. How we live our everyday lives, it's very different. It's like you don't know him. How do you know? Yeah, you're so different. Well, You've known him for fourteen minutes. A little different isn't bad." Yeah, like that's the fact that she rides horses and he does the disc golf. golf. Disc and golf, he hasn't even men- he hasn't even mentioned his disc once today. And it's like, good for you, Chris. Good for you, man. You kept it to yourself. I know you wanted to talk about your last tournament, but you didn't. And I'm proud of you. And still, this is giving you shit. Yeah, like that's that's okay that you have different hobbies. Like, ugh, get to, like seriously. It comes down to she doesn't even want to get to know him. Right. Like he might be. Maybe he's an asshole. Who knows? But she doesn't know it. Let's find out. Let's find out together, Alyssa. And she says, I do want to have a good experience. And and that's the right answer. But for some reason, I'm like, nah, go home. And I like Chris's attitude. He says, you know what? If you want to take it slower, we'll take it slower. We'll just, um, you can do things on your pace. But that's such BS. She's like, uh, okay. Let's have a good time. I'll go forward with this, but I want to take things slow. She's just building her her excuse for not getting physical right then and there. She's oh, just no, saying, it's totally BS. I'm just saying yeah. Chris is being nice and accommodating. Oh, yeah. I saw Chris packing up a Costco-sized Lubriderm. He was getting ready with some, <laughs> some moisturizer. But she's just saying, I want to go on this vacation. I'm looking forward to a week in Puerto Rico. Don't expect to sleep in the same bed. I'm going to take things very slow. It's a total cop out. She just wants to go on the trip. Mm -hmm. So Chris, being a gentleman, I think he's being a gentleman. He's like, sure, you take the lead. Whatever you say, I'm I'm in this. Yeah. I'm in this thing. I genuinely think that he was unlucky in love and he's in this for real. Like he really... Wants to find someone. He doesn't want to end up in OnlyFans. He has a good job. <laughs> he just wants a wife. Yeah. Alyssa, however, I don't know what her intentions are because since day one, she's like, oh, he has to have great teeth. We has to be handsome. We There has to be physical chemistry or it's, this is not happening. It's like she was going into the process already setting up her expectations. And that's the wrong way to do this. Like you, you, she should have got on Tinder. Right. Well, no, because she goes, I'm not just going to like sleep in the same bed with someone I just met. It's like, well, then why are you unmarried at first sight? You know how this works, Alyssa. This isn't season one. This is 
season freaking 14. You've you seen guys, it 14 times. You guys know you share a bed, an apartment, a hotel room, right? So you're just saying this because you're not attracted to him. That's the only reason you're saying this. It would be completely different if John Stamos walked in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going John Stamos because I feel like I always go Brad Pitt when I talk handsome men. But that's John the first Stamos. Thing. All right. Very handsome man. Mm, sure. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's meet the parents. Chris goes to have lunch with Alyssa's mom and her friend Taylor. And he spills the beans about the night before. And by beans, I just mean he's like, Alyssa said she had concerns that were not compatible. And I love that he said it because I feel his frustration. If he went into this saying, oh, how are you guys doing? Everything's great with us. Like, I would want to, I would want to vent to someone who actually knows her. So I am team Chris all the way that he wanted to know from her mom and her friend. Like, what do I do with this situation? He didn't paint her in a bad light. No, not he didn't at say all. anything. He told the truth. The truth is not good for him, but the truth is not bad for Alyssa saying, oh, Alyssa said she's not sure if we're compatible. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's that's a real concern she had. And he voiced it. What do you want him to do, Alyssa? You want him to lie? Yeah, no, I loved it. And Josie, the mom, is surprised. Like she thinks Chris is a great guy yeah. and he's a wonderful so the Taylor, and apparently that's the way that Ali settles. Like she's always been picking the wrong guys, right? right? And she's always particular. She's mm-hmm. always rash. She always jumps to conclusions. They're feeling good about Chris. They think the honeymoon is going to be good. Mm-hmm. So they're giving Chris some hope. Yeah. And Josie is like excited about Chris. She thinks oh, yeah. her own mom thinks that mm-hmm. Chris is what she needs because she knows her daughter. Yep. Yep. So that made me feel even worse for Chris. Yeah. It, yes. Yes. It's it's a difficult situation. It's tough for Chris. I think he's so far, again, it's only been a day. He's given it his all. He's mm-hmm. clearly not given up. Alyssa, she goes to meet Chris's family. She is so uninish, in, blah, uninterested. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. She's uninterested, right? She's acting like she's at a job interview for a job she knows she doesn't want. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, rushing through it. Just like, how many vacation days do we get? What, do we ever have to work late? Like, oh, like pausing. I feel like pausing when you talk can be powerful. But also if you do it with an idol, that's the opposite yeah, she of powerful. She, doesn't, she, she doesn't care. She yeah. doesn't care. She has no interest in oh being gosh. there. And Chris's mom... I mean, she can't read the room because she's like, looks like they did a pretty good job. Like, I was what like, a- Florin, <laughs> get your head out of your butt. What a match. This is, oh my gosh, they did such a good job. Read the room, Florine. And the then room. I think his name was Rick. Yeah, it was Rick. Rick just added a something on top of a cake. Mm, I think a cherry on top of a sundae. Sure, he okay. did that. When he told Alyssa that Chris works a lot, he's a hard worker, all great qualities. He's always there for his clients, great qualities. Yes. Alyssa translated it as, all right, so I would basically be second for him. Right. That's not what happened. 
it's not it's not, That's what, he not what he was saying he was just saying he works hard he works all he was single until now he works all the time that's fine make the money i'm pretty sure that he would be a family man once things got more serious he has no reason for now but he works he's a go-getter those are good things Alyssa. Like, she literally took that thing and she twisted it into, oh, my God, so I would be a second to his job. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. She said that to the camera. She mm-hmm. didn't say that. Yeah, to the to camera. The, right? Yeah. So if you really had issues, if you had real concerns about Chris's work schedule or Chris's focus or time, wouldn't you bring it up to his mom and his friend? No, you didn't bring up any of your concerns because you know your concerns are superficial. Mm-hmm. She knew she couldn't sit there and go, well, his teeth are busted. That's why she didn't say anything because mm-hmm. all of her concerns are bullshit. Mm-hmm. If she had a true worry about his schedule, his hobbies, she would go, well, tell me, mom. How much does he work? Like, mm-hmm. does he really have time for me? But no, it, no, she knows her concerns are BS and she didn't say a word and she's superficial and she's in this for the vacation. But I almost feel like some people are like this, unfortunately, that they twist words around and they, I almost feel like she believes that, right? Like she's oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, all think- she hears. Like they're telling her how great he is, that he's a hard worker, he does this and that. All she hears is like, all right, so I would be the second to his job. Like, no, that's literally not what he's saying. Forget Michael. She's the worrier. Or she's going to twist everything into, oh, you work hard, so you're not going to have time for me. That's how she sees everything. Yeah. Well. They get, okay, they get to the hotel room. They find out where they're going. They're going on this trip. And Alyssa's like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready for this trip. I'm ready to see the other couples. I'm ready to spend time with them. It's like, this is married at first sight, Alyssa. This isn't group date at first sight, (laughs) right? This isn't find a bestie at first sight. This is married at first sight. It shouldn't be about the other couples. Yes. And like Chris is still playing along. He's nice. He's like, I just want to hang out. I want to explore on the vacation. And Alyssa's like, I don't want to explore. Like, I don't explore. I don't, I I don't want to explore. Like, I just want to, like, lay no. at the beach. No! 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 no. Okay, oh, well, like... Me some Michael Scott. Uh, like, we can shop? No! 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 no. <laughs> okay, well, like, you want to go to the beach? Then beach it is. So you just said you wanted to go to the beach. Well, her <laughs> issue is that she's annoyed because he just agrees with her. Like she, he, ah! wants, to, he wants to do what she wants to no, do. No, he's trying to compromise, you idiot. It's called marriage. He's trying to find common ground. I literally wanted to ah! slap her through Teresa, the TV. please find the warranty on this television because it's not going to make it through this season. I think you have about two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's just yesing me. He's yesing me. No, he's not. He's compromising. He literally suggested a few things. You said no to everything. So exactly as John said, he's trying to find a compromise saying, I'll hang out with you at the beach. We'll, you know, we'll get to know each other. She's like, no, he's just like, he doesn't have a personality. He just wants to do what I want to do. Are you an idiot with a capital I or what? Five dollars, Alyssa bangs a bartender. On this trip, <laughs> uh, can I get a it was Puerto the Rico other Boston couple <laughs> where she was like flirting with uh, oh. someone, 
And he ended up John with John and Molly. So yes, yeah, so That's John. What I'm he ended up yeah, with uh, the previous whatever sex, the expert was. Sex expert. Yes, I forget her name. Sex expert. Yeah. Alyssa's definitely getting a pina colada with a side of penis. <laughs> okay, let's go to Puerto Rico. Let's take Puerto a trip. Rico. Let's take a trip. They land in Puerto Rico and it's, Trauma. It's, it's trouble in paradise, right? Because Mark and Lindsay, they don't get in the group shuttle. Apparently, they had a little kerfuffle on the plane. Lindsay acted up. She started telling everyone, like, we're in Puerto Rico. You got to speak Spanish. Well, she was talking to Elijah Vaughn. That was yes. the issue. Yeah. Do you speak Spanish, Elijah? Oh, I, speak, I speak a little. Okay. Well, you better speak Spanish. Spanish. You better speak Spanish in Puerto Rico. That's the native language. And he's like, well, I'm more comfortable with English. So I think I'm going to go English. And I'm pretty sure that everyone in Puerto Rico <laughs> speaks English yeah. or to a certain level. But for some reason, Lindsay, she's hot, right? She's hot out of the gate. And she's makes a huge deal out of this. The only thing I can picture when I hear this is Kristen Wiig on the plane in Bridesmaids when she's drunk. <laughs> because I imagine Lindsay's wasted during this conversation. She's like, I feel so relaxed. Like, I'm ready to party. Uh, classic meme. Yeah. And so this causes clicks to form. We're starting, we're starting to splinter. A little bit already where it's Mark the Shock and Lindsay in one van and the rest of the group in the other van. Yeah. And apparently Elijah one just told Lindsay to mind her own husband. Yeah. And I think Tina got kind of upset with Lindsay too because she doesn't like aggressive women. Yes. So there was a whole thing. But yeah, Lindsay's crying. And that's what I'm saying. Like she can go from being so high, hyped. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's like you don't speak Spanish, speak Spanish, Puerto Rico bitches to... Literally, like, crying for hours. Yeah. And my only question, where were the cameras? Okay. Or at least cell film. Someone catch mm -hmm. this, right? If someone refused to wear their mask on this flight, we'd have cell phone footage of it. But <laughs> but Elijah Juan refusing to speak Spanish, we can't get some cell phone footage because I need to see what actually happened because maybe Elijah Juan took it a little out of proportion mm -hmm. because you, it could have just been, oh, you got to speak Spanish in Puerto Rico. And I would have been like, no, I'm going to speak English. And yeah. that would have been the end of the conversation. Like maybe she was joking and he didn't get the joke. Or maybe she was a little more aggressive. I'm sure she was aggressive. Was, it's Lindsay. Yeah. But just show me what happened because if someone told me like, oh, we're here, you got to speak this language. I'd be like, nah. And then that would have been it. I would have gone to the hotel. No, because if you love to travel, you go to places, you're not going to learn like 55 languages. It's ridiculous. It's the fact that Lindsay goes to Puerto Rico every other weekend <laughs> and she feels like it's her second home. And when I'm in Puerto Rico, this is what I do. And you guys got to do this. And I'm sure yeah, it was I that. mean, she speaks Spanish apparently. So that's great. This, is, that's this is what I say. You should speak the language of the country you live in, a.k.a. me living in America and not right. speaking English. That would be ridiculous. And I know people who live here for years. I'm talking about some Czech people and who their English is bad and broken because they never try. And I do call people out on that, not in their face, but I would, if they ask me. <laughs> but behind their back. Well, I, yeah, I met them a few times and I have no desire to be their friend for many other reasons. And I think we talked about it before, but that's an issue. Like you live in this country you refusing to speak the language because Czech is so much better. Right. So go to Czech. At least try. I think yeah. effort goes so far when it comes to language yeah. and culture. And so I'm sure Elijah will try a little bit. 
He'll say a couple words, right? He'll throw out an hola, maybe an adios. I don't know. But don't force someone to speak a language. For sure. And I I know some things in Greek, very, very broken Greek, yeah. right? And last time I went to Greece, it was for work. And I was there for two months. So I was trying to pick things up. I'm not going to try to perfect my Greek because I don't think I would ever want to live in Greece as much as I love the country to vacation in, right? Yeah. But I tried. It's okay to try. But right. I feel like Lindsay got a little too aggressive. I think we're making too much big of a deal out of this. And I think Lindsay made too much of a deal out of it. It's like, mm-hmm. that's why I want to see what happened. Because yeah. for them to all of a sudden be taking sides over this, I'm like, what really happened here? Mm-hmm. So everyone's hanging out, grabbing pina coladas, except for Lindsay and Mark. Those are looking yummy. So delicious. I was like watching it. I'm like, is it Friday yet? And can I get a pina colada? Yeah. <laughs> and so Elijah Ron's like, we had a disagreement, but we're not going to let that mess up our journey. Uh, you know, we're, we're getting to know our spouses, but we're also getting to know each other. So let's get, let's get along. Let's cheers to that. Mark the shark rolls in and you kind of think, all right, what's going to happen here? Shark in the water, right? You see that fin, but they smooth it over. Elijah I Ron and MTS. loved it. They, yeah, they, they smooth it over. They're good. It's smooth sailing. And MTS starts talking about buttons, right? <laughs> <laughs> like pushing buttons. I was surprised he didn't bring his no button with him. No! <laughs> he left that at the hotel room. Yeah, no, I, I loved what Mark Deschock did. He came in as a friend. He said, hey, what happened? Like, I apologize for what happened, but let's all get along. You know, yeah. we all have buttons we all can push each other's buttons but mm-hmm. let's enjoy and i loved it i that's his personality uh, so everyone's cool everyone's cool to move forward except katina she doesn't think her and Lindsay are gonna get along which is okay but she said you know what i'll be fine i'll be nice to her we're not gonna be besties but on the surface we'll, we'll be fine yeah and i think that's all that matters you're not gonna be best friend with everyone you meet but you can get along Right. For the time being. Yeah. So then everyone goes their separate ways. Noy and Steve, not really much to talk about here. They pop some champagne on their balcony. They're soaking up that view. They're bonding. You can tell they're happy that they're matched. They feel Mm -hmm. the chemistry. And they start talking about what they're going to do. Steve wants to adventure, right? He's hashtag van life. So he wants to parasail, jet ski, zip line. Noy, I don't know. She might give it a she shot. Might, she, might. she might give it a shot. So then we get Jasmine and Michael. They're also popping some champagne. Everyone's so popping champagne. Gotta pop that champagne. They're doing good. They're talking about the Elijah and Lindsay drama. And this is where their first disagreement happens. Oh boy. I'm glad you called a disagreement because they're gonna call it a fight. That's what Michael called it. Right. Or just me now. Right. And Michael's like, well, there's gonna be drama. Right. Of course, that's going to happen. We're strangers. Mm-hmm. We're put into this weird situation, this experiment. And Jasmine is like, I don't I don't think that I don't buy that. There's no reason for drama. And Michael's like, well, no, we don't know each other. There's going to be conflict until we learn each other. And I see both of their sides. I do, too. But I have to take Jasmine's side because you don't have to think about it until it happens. Right. And I've met a ton of strangers in my life, almost 
everyone you meet is a stranger Mm -hmm. until you meet them again. And you don't have drama with all of them. No, for me, it's like I meet people and I do like some and I dislike some. And I can tell immediately if we're going to be friends or not. But it's just it's just me. I I get the feeling, but it's okay. You don't have to get along with everyone. You don't. And I think most important is that you just act civilized. Yes. There, you you can just be civil mm-hmm. with each other. And so that's, that's where that's I... all you need. That's where I take both of their sides. Where it's like, I'm, yeah, Michael, I, I agree with you. There could be drama. Or you're in this weird situation with people you don't know. But then I take Jasmina's side where she's saying, you don't have to go wild and crazy. Just be civil and we'll all be mm-hmm. good. So they are like, let's agree to disagree. Jasmina wants to keep it positive. And all of a sudden, this is like... Well, now we're having our first fight. And Jasmina gets up. She's like, I'm going to shower. And he's like, whoa, okay. Is this the way we're going to handle every disagreement? Because if that's the case, you're going to go the way of Chris and Alyssa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Yes. So Lindsay and Mark, they're meeting back up. And Mark's the messenger. He's telling Lindsay, Elijah Juan wants to smooth things over. He's like, Elijah Juan wants to just hug it out. I still have to give this to Elijah one. Mark the shark apologized, right? When he came down to the group and Elijah one said, you know what? I don't need an apology. It happened. Let's move on. It's in the past. Like, let's just smooth things over and have fun. And it was the one thing I did like about him. Sure. Mm -hmm. He's a good time. Yes. So now Mark the shark is telling Lindsay at all good it's going to be fine. We'll smooth things over. People are fine. Like, have shit a mean, happens. Have a mean. Your life's going to be, like, so helpful for you. And like, so you work, through these situ- <laughs> work, the, work through these situations, Lindsay. Like, I love you. I'll only do the Boston accent when you're talking about Mark the Shock. He's the only one that has a really? Boston accent. I don't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, yeah. I was just going to finish that Lindsay's very emotional. Ah! She just, she feels like she already loves him. <laughs> Marcus, who I'm supposed to be with. Like, I already love him. Mrs. MTS. Mrs. MTS. But I'm with her that I do love that he's scanning and he's like a nice guy. Yeah, he's got a good heart. Mark's got a good heart. Mark the heart. Mark the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it can be his nickname once he turns 40. Yeah, people say, uh, people call me Mark the heart because I got such a good heart. I'm so dedicated with my heart. It's in all the right places. Okay. Oh, stop let's it. Talk about, let's talk about someone with no heart. Okay. Alyssa and Chris. So yeah. they're in the hotel room. It feels awkward. <sighs> yeah. They're standing <laughs> on the balcony. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Alyssa, like, I don't feel comfortable staying in the same room as someone I don't know. Then why did you sign up for the show, Alyssa? <laughs> Literally, what did you think that the experts are going to go through Facebook and find a friend? Yeah. Like, Get your head out of your ass. Yep. Chris is so fed up. He's like, you've never put any effort into this process. You're done. You're not taking any steps. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm so happy that he stood up for himself because he's been so nice and accommodating until now. She's still being a biatch. And he's being nice about it. He's Bitch, just don't kill my vibe. <laughs> he's just calling it the way it is. And I love it. I'm here for it. Here's, Good for you, Chris. Here's probably the most infuriating sentence Alyssa said this entire episode. 
She goes, I feel gypped. You feel gypped. And this sucks for both of us. No, Alyssa, don't project. Chris doesn't feel gypped. For some reason, Chris is very happy with you. For some reason, Chris goes, I had a nice day. So don't try to put this on him too. Only you feel this sort of way. Only you're being the biatch, right? Mm -hmm. You're projecting. Chris feels good. Mm -hmm. He wants to work it out. He's still all in. You're the one who's sleeping in another room. You're the one who's halfway out the door. And now there is another situation that's just going to push her off the grid. Chris said that she never gave them a chance, which is true. She has no effort. (laughs) And Alyssa was like, well, that is not true. Like, do you think I'm lying when I say it? And I love that Chris said yes. Because stand up for yourself. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy to me because this whole thing is like a week four fight. It's day two. And they're fighting like it's week four. Mm -hmm. This is not, this should not be where you guys are at. But Alyssa's escalated it to this situation. Mm -hmm. It's good for us because we love the drama. But again, that's not where they should be at this point. And Alyssa, like literally, like she storms off. like, he just called me a ducking liar. That's what my iPad says. Your iPad keeps a PG. Mm -hmm. I respect that. A ducking liar. Yeah. Well, she gets mad at Chris for having an actual conversation with her mom at brunch, which is what those meetings are for. He's like, oh, I can't believe he was just like venting. Like, those are personal stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, you gave him all the reasons. He was just trying to find a way to you, Alyssa. Just get, like, seriously, like, get out of here. And then she says the second worst thing, which is, I don't know what's going to happen this week. I just hope he can be respectful to me. Uh, wait, excuse me? Respectful to you? You've shown Chris zero respect. Zero. From the second you saw him. So don't talk about respect, Alyssa. She's the worst. I'm sorry, guys. So they go to separate rooms. Chris is going to order an adult movie, overpay for some porn, charge it to Lifetime, and (laughs) go, go, you know, go to work on his disc. Good thing that he has his disc golf to, like, distract him from this. Oh, my gosh. Just think about your next disc golf tournament, Chris. You'll get through through this. You are the vice president. You've achieved more than Alyssa will ever know. You got this. And then we close it out with Katina and Elijah on their debriefing after the drama of the day. Elijah Wan calls Katina out for having this wall. And she's like, I don't have a wall. You know, Elijah Wan wants me to be vulnerable, but I don't have this wall. I've I've been cheated on time and time again by guys like you, Elijah Wan. But besides calling out the wall, he also appreciates Katina having his back. Yeah. So it's it's positive. It's positive. Oh, I I feel good about this couple for now. For now. For now. For now. For, I mean, it's so easy to feel good about a couple like this when you see Chris and Alyssa because Mm -hmm. the juxtaposition between those two. But I do. I feel good about this for now. And Elijah was like, "Ah, this could be forever. This this could be forever. We'll see. Which is where I'm going. Guys, you know this is a two-month process, right? You guys are renewing your vows after nine minutes. And we got time, folks. Settle in. This is episode four. We got time. Yeah. But we're out of time for 
today. Yeah, I think episode. we've said it all. That's it. Like it's- Elijah Boone, all I'm going to add is that Elijah Boone said he's not a person he was in the past. He's a new person. He's Elijah Boone. That was Isaac. Yeah, he's a husband. Mm-hmm. And we'll be here for it. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, we'll, we'll see how much of a husband he's going to be. Because I think there is still part of him who is Isaac, the wild oh. the wild animal. You can take the Elijah one out of Boston. But you can't take the Isaac out of Elijah one. Okay, I was just waiting for you to really I was seeing if I could, I was seeing if I could land. Down. I was seeing if I could land that. I think I landed that, right? <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, he's in Puerto Rico, but there's still a little Isaac in him. I think I landed that. Yeah, I did. All right. Okay. <laughs> Call in. Let me know. Um, thanks for listening, guys. What an episode. What an episode four. Oof. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Thanks for thanks for following the podcast. If you're following the podcast, if you're not, so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, yeah, smash it like it's as hot as this freaking drama between everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, Alyssa and Chris and Lindsay and Elijah one, like drama, drama, smash it like it's that hot. That's right. Also, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Um, John is very proud of his memes, so go and check them out. I do contribute, too. I'm going to come up with a meme this week. Yeah, you promise? Next week. Okay. All right. (laughs) And thank you guys again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. It's the nicest thing you guys can do for us. Yes. All right. Just one more time. No, God, please, no. Toby is the worst. Toby is the, the worst Toby thing. is everything that's wrong with the paper industry. Okay. <laughs> We've officially said it all. You've said it all? Said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.